chapter three of the spanish conquerors by irving burdeen richmond this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter three balboa and the pacific when with eagle eyes he stared at the pacific and all his men looked at each other with a wild surmise silent upon a peak in darien keats on first looking into chapman's homer in his espanola letter of october fourteen ninety eight to the spanish sovereigns columbus told them two things first that he had discovered the earthly paradise which being on the top of the stem of the earth was near heaven and unattainable save by god's permission and second that at pariah he had found pearls the latter announcement was the moving one and in fourteen ninety nine two private expeditions set forth almost simultaneously to the pearl coast one piloted by juan de la cosa but commanded by alonso de ojeda a knight of truly spanish audacity companion of columbus in fourteen ninety three and the other commanded by pero alonso nino one of columbus's pilots in fourteen ninety three and fourteen ninety eight the voyage of nino so far as the gathering of riches was concerned proved a success quite beyond anything achieved by columbus for it was rewarded by quantities of pearls ojeda was less successful in finding pearls but he brought away some two hundred natives to be sold as slaves in fifteen hundred and eight he was made governor of the district of uraba which extended from the darien atrato river eastward to the gulf of venezuela and was called castilla del oro west of uraba as far as cape gracias a dios in honduras the coast under the appellation of baragua was in fifteen hundred and eight assigned for government to diego de nisuesa a rich and accomplished planter of espanola the significance of ojeda and Nequesa, however lies not so much in themselves as in their three associates vespucci balboa and pizarro especially in balboa the true precursor of cortez with whom in a variety of respects he is not unworthy to be compared as for vespucci and pizarro the latter we shall meet presently and the former need not long detain us he was be it said an alert florentine who as contractor's clerk had seen to the outfitting of the ships for the second voyage of columbus and who had accompanied ojeda on his pearl-seeking voyage of fourteen ninety nine he had made three other transatlantic voyages the third of which by his literary handling of it in letters printed in latin in fifteen hundred and four and fifteen hundred and seven the former under the title of mundus novus had so established his fame that in fifteen hundred and seven mundus novus south america was beginning to be called america americ's land or america but to revert to balboa just as from the third voyage of columbus 
renowned for its pearls there resulted the voyage of hojeda bringing to the mainland of the indies vespucci so in fifteen hundred there resulted the voyage of rodrigo de bastidas bringing vasca nunez de balboa of balboa prior to this time we know only that he was a good sword-player born in fourteen seventy four or fourteen seventy five in estramadura luckless at sea with bastidas he had resorted to farming in espanola and when in november fifteen hundred and nine ojeda and nicuesa started for their provinces he was restless to accompany one or other debt kept him back but he was resourceful and in september fifteen hundred and ten when ojeda's lieutenant martin fernandez de enciso prepared to follow his commander with supplies balboa it is said contrived to get himself smuggled on shipboard in a provision cask on the venezuelan coast near the present cartagena for it was here that enciso landed balboa encountered francisco pizarro a dutiful soldier under ojeda with a boatload of ojeda's men from him it was learned that ojeda having lost de la cosa in a fight and being himself seriously wounded had founded the refuge of san sebastian and then had departed for espanola for succour his colonists meantime desperate with hunger were roaming hither and yon in quest of food all straightway betook themselves to san sebastian but only to find it burned the question then arose as to what should be done in circumstances so adverse in answer up spoke balboa to the west of the gulf of uraba was a region darien abounding in food this he knew from having already visited it under bastidas there moreover the indians used no poisoned arrows missiles which had been the undoing of the headlong ojeda balboa was of good stature of knightly bearing and of frank address and his words took effect ojeda's colony transferred itself to darien where it founded santa maria la antigua del darien and being thus within the country which pertained to nisuesa promptly on balboa's suggestion deposed enciso and chose as alcades or judges balboa and martin zamudio and as regidor or alderman a young nobleman juan de valdivia where though in the meantime was nisuesa ojeda had reached new andalusia with three hundred men and four small ships nisuesa had appeared off castilla del oro with nearly seven hundred men and five ships of large size and was now sailing to and fro looking for columbus's veragua the golden Cheronese, but to no issue except the loss of ships and the drowning and starving of his men marooned at length upon desert sand nisuesa himself and sixty half-naked followers embraced despair some muttered some raved some in fierce irony laughed aloud a jest it was ha ha a merry jest to adventure life for gold for lands and to rule one's fellows nisuesa was finally found and brought back to darien by his lieutenant but the colony which was originally ojeda's distrusted nisuesa and in march fifteen eleven putting him on board a leaky brigantine 
dispatched him to spain and that was the last that they or any one heard of this overbearing commander at this time diego columbus elder son of christopher columbus presided over the antilles as governor and admiral with residence in espaniola on the continent of america tierra firma which now comprised central america and mundus novus south america no one presided opportunity therefore called for a ruler in tierra firma and not in vain for there was a man to respond by name vasco nunez de balboa all he lacked was legal authorization to obtain this being so far from spain he must do mighty deeds make himself potent and indispensable and this he set himself to do first he deported in Ciso to spain sending with him to offset a possible misrepresentation of his action the alcalde zamudio in the same ship but commissioned to stop in espanola and solicit the favour of don diego he sent valdivia don diego proved malleable and soon appointed balboa his lieutenant thereupon balboa shaped a career for conquest and discovery a career in which two points that stand out are his recognition of pizarro and his employment of blooded dogs francisco pizarro was an estramaduran like balboa and of about the same age he was ambitious yet peculiar from the fact that in a period of restless competition he was content to bide to serve and to be ever dutiful with regard to the dogs they were no new thing with the spaniard bartholomew columbus had used them in espanola though not quite as balboa was to use them in darien their breed was of the best and their fangs were deadly but they were sagacious and under firm discipline gold was balboa's object but the prime immediate requisite was food Coretta, Cacique of cueva a district to the west of santa maria possessed both gold and food and he possessed furthermore a daughter balboa attacked the village of Coretta and carried the Cacique and his attractive daughter prisoners to santa maria here in turn the captor himself was made captive for he fell in love with the daughter and formed with Coretta an alliance against that cacique's enemy Ponxa. to the west of Coretta lay a rich and populous country of the atlantic seaboard ruled by a cacique comogre who to the amazement of the spaniards occupied a house constructed of posts and stone with carved woodwork an understanding with comogre became practicable through the understanding with Coretta, and momentous did it prove it made of balboa a discoverer a world discoverer the discoverer of the south sea or pacific ocean an achievement which had it only come a little sooner would in all probability have brought with it the conquest of peru camogre had seven sons one of whom Pansiaco, was of marked intelligence from him balboa learned of a cacique dwelling beyond a high sierra on the pacific side of the isthmus of darien and possessed withal of much gold this gold balboa resolved to see the baskets full the bags full the large vessels out of which the people ate and drank and he would see also the new strange waters beyond the sierra 
where according to report were ships with sails and oars but little less in size than those of the spaniards themselves the difficulty confronting balboa was that such an adventure required many men all seasoned and well equipped a thousand pansiaco said whereas the spaniard had but a few hundred and these meagre for lack of food so pressing indeed was the demand for food in darien that in january fifteen hundred and twelve valdivia back from espaniola was again sent forth this time expressly for provisions and to carry to diego columbus a letter telling of the great southward lying sea and employing the thousand men necessary for the seizure of its golden littoral nor was this all for balboa himself made an incursion into the country of the cacique da baiba a country not only by report in el dorado but what was more one known to be stocked abundantly with grain time sped and it now was october fifteen hundred and twelve food had again run low and men and equipment were as scarce as before valdivia had failed to return nor had espaniola been otherwise heard from but the determination of balboa to establish himself in power by a successful south sea venture remained unshaken commissioners were sent to spain to unfold the situation to the king and to solicit aid of him directly hardly had they gone when two ships arrived from diego columbus bringing provisions and one hundred and fifty men but they brought something even more important and that was news news from spain zamudio wrote that roused by enciso's recital of the wrong suffered by nisuesa king ferdinand had ordered first that balboa be brought home under criminal indictment and second that enciso himself be granted indemnification presumably zamudio wrote also of a rumour that the king had in mind to appoint a governor for darien at any rate balboa deemed it imperative to try to gain personally the royal ear and on january twenty fifteen hundred and thirteen he addressed to ferdinand his celebrated letter of exculpation description and appeal i desire to give an account to your most royal highness of the great secrets and marvellous riches of this land of which god has made your most royal highness the lord and me the discoverer before any other that which is to be found down this coast to the westward is the province called coretta which is twenty leagues distant further down the coast at a distance of forty leagues from this city santa maria and twelve leagues inland there is a cacique called camogra in the mountains to the southward there are certain caciques who have great quantities of gold in their houses it is said these caciques store their gold in barbacoas like maize because it is so abundant that they do not care to keep it in baskets that all the rivers of these mountains contain gold and that they have very large lumps in great abundance i sire have myself been very near these mountains within a day's journey but i did not reach them because i was unable to do so owing to the want of men beyond these mountains the country is very flat toward the south and the indians say that the other sea is at a distance of three days journey they say that the people of the other coast are very good and well mannered and i am told that the other sea is very good for canoe navigation for that it is always smooth and never rough like the sea on this side according to the indians 
i believe that there are many islands in that sea they say that there are many large pearls and that the cacique's have baskets of them it is a most astonishing thing and without equal that our lord has made you the lord of this land then he asked for a thousand men from espanola for materials for the building of small ships pitch nails ropes and sails for master shipwrights and for arms two hundred crossbows with very strong stays and fittings and with long ranges two dozen good hand-guns of light metal to weigh not more than twenty-five to thirty pounds and for good powder none of balboa's demands however were to be granted indeed by the time his commissioners reached spain in may fifteen hundred thirteen it is probable that the decision had been made to supersede him of this as we have seen he had received intimation and with or without men and munitions he must act upon his action depended everything his fame his fortune and his life balboa set forth on september sixth fifteen hundred thirteen from coretta's country caledonia bay directly southward across the isthmus of darien to the gulf of san miguel with him he took one hundred and ninety spaniards he took also hundreds of indian slaves as attendants and burden-bearers coretta's daughter was still his spouse and through this fortunate connection he obtained provisions and guides the arms of his men were the usual swords crossbows and arquebuses but more formidable than all other means of foray were the dogs the bloodhounds the distance to be traversed was not great about forty-five miles but the obstacles were as formidable as the distance was trifling a cacique named caraqua proved the most redoubtable foe and fell upon the spaniards with a confident and yelling host he was however quickly put to flight by the discharges from the crossbows and arquebuses and after the fleeing men leaped the dogs then drawing their swords the spaniards according to peter martyr made bloody havoc hewing from one an arm from another a leg from him a buttock from another a shoulder and from some the neck from the body at one stroke the country at first was a succession of streams and swamps screened by interlacing vines and creepers the home of gorgeous flowers and brilliant birds but no less the dwelling-place of countless chattering monkeys and inconvenient reptiles everywhere stretched forests of trees stupendous dark and so festooned as to be almost impenetrable even to the axe at length the journey was over on the twenty fifth of september balboa was at the base of an elevation which his guides told him looked upon the sea of the south the mar del sur as the spaniards long henceforth were to call it some sixty-six or sixty-seven men only were equal to the ascent with these balboa clambered to a point near the summit bidding them pause the ambitious explorer went himself says peter martyr alone to the top here he looked long and prayed then he beckoned to his men who gathered about him and stared at the pacific among the number thus silent upon a peak in darien was francisco pizarro to him the situation was a congenial one duty had been performed and there was no need for utterance but what were his thoughts in the golden vessels said to be used by tu banama he did he surmise anything of peru quite likely not still distant regions of a new civilization were now and again heard of in darien 
once a refugee from the great lands far toward the west came upon a spanish official reading and starting with surprise exclaimed you also have books but this by the way pizarro the dutiful captain was now straightway sent forward by balboa to discover the shore of the sea they had gazed upon and on september twenty ninth fifteen hundred thirteen st michael's day balboa himself with drawn sword and uplifted banner advanced to meet the tide they stood facing a gulf and in honor of the day they named it san miguel and here there came to the spaniards an unmistakable intimation of peru tamaco cacique of one of the gulf tribes replying to questions by balboa as to the extent of this new coast told him that the mainland extended to the south without end and that far in that direction dwelt a nation fabulously rich who sailed the ocean in ships and used beasts of burden to illustrate the beasts he formed from clay the figure of the llama which seemed a kind of camel this says herrera the spanish historian was the second intimation vasco nunez and we may add francisco pizarro had of peru in fifteen hundred and thirteen darien was still to explorers as it had been to columbus the malay peninsula the golden Chernese, the approach to india it is thought notes the indefatigable martyr that not far from the colony of san miguel lies the country where the fruitfulness of spice beginneth to dispel this illusion there was required the voyage of magellan a voyage not merely to america but through america and beyond it prior to the time of this voyage in fifteen hundred and nineteen to fifteen hundred and twenty two america was thought of only as a part of the continent of asia magellan detached america and gave it an independent existence but at the time of the discovery of the south sea itself columbus's idea of america as a land appurtenant and subsidiary to asia prevailed and had balboa reached peru or mexico he would have believed himself in india even by cortez mexico was thought to be the golden Chernese. after discovering the gulf of san miguel and finding isla rica rich in pearls balboa turned northward and reached santa maria on january nineteenth fifteen hundred and fourteen here the whole people welcomed him and eagerly viewed his treasure for once in the indies however treasure to the spaniards was a thing of secondary account the new sea was what these men cared about the mar del sur what of it from darien balboa dispatched pedro de arbolancha as a special messenger to ferdinand with the great news and as typical of the new sea and of the auriferous realms where to supposedly it was tributary he entrusted to his messenger by way of gift for the king not merely gold but two hundred lustrous pearls the fruit of the waters of this great southern sea but if tales of wealth in the west had given to balboa his rise similar tales were to contribute to his fall a story gained currency that in darien the natives were accustomed to fish for gold with nets the prospect of such fishing appealed with special force to an elderly gentleman of segovia pedro arias de avila and as balboa was to be displaced and arias or pedrarius as he is known had money and friends he was made governor with jurisdiction reaching from the gulf of maracaibo to cape gracias a dios 
the expedition of pedrarius set sail from san lucar on april eleventh fifteen hundred and fourteen prior to this time one of the greatest expeditions to leave spain for the indies had been the second commanded by columbus which had sailed from cadiz in fourteen hundred and ninety three in point of eminence however the names connected with the expedition of pedrarius outshone those of its early predecessor in high degree there were for example gonzalo fernandez de oviedo who together with las casas had beheld the triumph of columbus after his first voyage francisco vasquez coronado de valdez quixotic and chivalric seeker after the seven cities of cibola hernando de soto discoverer of the mississippi and bernal diaz del castillo companion to be of cortez and rugged chronicler of his deeds many adventurers some two thousand men who were anxious to go had to be left behind for want of room those taken numbered about fifteen hundred and the show they made was brilliant enough largely they were young nobles and gentlemen who had expected to follow gonsalvo de cordoba to the italian wars and they came wearing their silks and brocades and provided with gleaming armour for which they had gone heavily into debt upon the imagination of such writes washington irving the very idea of an unknown sea and splendid empire broke with the vague wonders of an arabian tale finally pedrarius brought with him his wife the resolute isabel of bobadilla and a bishop for darien the first prelate of tierra firma juan de quevedo both the lady and the bishop it is worthy to be remarked fell under the spell of the gallantry of vasco nunez de baboa as for pedrarius himself he was skilful with the lance and had fought against the portuguese and the moors but was now elderly and somewhat infirm in temper he was arbitrary and wily sir arthur helps deems him a suspicious fiery arbitrary old man an epigrammatic american thinks he had a swarthy soul and even john fisk pronounces him a green-eyed pitiless perfidious old wretch his first business was to arrest valboa and bring him to trial for misdeeds against incisa and niciesa but the charges fell flat save that enciso who had been given office under pedrarius was awarded civil damages for loss of property then for a period balboa was ignored and the followers of pedrarius mad for gold were let loose upon the isthmus between june thirty fifteen hundred and fourteen and january fifteen hundred and seventeen a dozen expeditions sent ostensibly to connect the atlantic ocean with the pacific ravaged the country the cruelties inflicted upon the natives were monstrous some says oviedo were roasted others were mangled by dogs others were hanged driven to desperation the indians at length turned upon their persecutors spaniards when caught were not only slain but were tortured to death legs and arms were severed by sharp stones or the captive was bound and gagged and molten gold was poured down his throat the indians meanwhile in mockery bidding the helpless christians eat eat and take your fill on leaving his ships pedrarius had sought to impress the darien settlers with his might and magnificence but the silken and brocaded lords and gentlemen who so largely constituted his retinue had not turned out well disease and famine had fast laid hold upon them 
forcing them to barter scarlet tunics for corn or to feed on herbage or to drop exhausted in the wilderness until their souls deserted them full seven hundred of them still these untoward circumstances bad as they were were not what exasperated pedrarius most at his side inactive but observing cogitative and critical stood balboa whom nothing escaped writing to the king on october sixteenth fifteen hundred and fifteen balboa with a touch of the style of mark antony describes the governor as an honourable man but one who takes little heed of the interest of your majesty and one in whom reigns all the envy and avarice in the world alluding to the cruelties to the indians he calls them the greatest ever heard of in arabian or christian country and says that whereas these indians formerly were as sheep now they are as fierce as wolves had pedrarius been less unsuccessful in governing than he was no single jurisdiction could have continued to hold both him and vasco nunez de balboa they were incompatible beings of whom one must go down before the other how true this was became apparent when early in fifteen hundred and fifteen the full strength of pedrarius's resentment was evoked through jealousy balboa's messenger arbo lancha who had been sent to report to ferdinand the discovery of the south sea had reached spain but shortly after the departure of pedrarius with his gold his pearls and his magic tales of balboa's preemption of the realms of ophir arbo lancha quite won over ferdinand especially as balboa had cost the crown nothing whereas pedrarius had cost it much balboa was thereupon created an adelantado of the south sea and captain-general of cueva and panama under the nominal supervision of pedrarius as governor of darien the governor well knew that an adelantado ship though technically a lieutenancy was in reality a provincial governorship a kind of proconsulship and something which in the hands of a balboa might easily be transformed into a position of independent power to pedrarius two courses lay open one was to forestall the new adelantado by going to the pacific seaboard himself the other was to institute against him further public proceedings during the pendency of which his commission might be withheld emphasizing the first course pedrarius sent gaspar de morales and francisco bizarro to the west shore of the gulf of san miguel to seize the pearl islands and he sent yet farther west an expedition which reached the peninsula of parita he in person founded acla on the atlantic coast near the site of the subsequent caledonia harbour and through gaspar de espinosa alcalde mayor or chief judge of darien penetrated to the extreme west as far as the gulf of nicoya nicoya in the present costa rica the second course against balboa the withholding of his commission proved wholly a failure for the bishop of darien to whom it was of necessity disclosed denounced it roundly in public from the pulpit events now moved apace balboa after the interview of arbalancha with ferdinand received a letter from the king written in august fifteen hundred and fourteen informing him that pedrarius had been instructed to treat him well with this assurance balboa had therefore resolved to make his atalanta do ship a reality by exploring the coasts of the south sea regardless of the governor by secretly obtaining supplies from cuba 
balboa nearly brought about his own downfall but the situation was retrieved by bishop quevedo who persuaded pedrarius very possibly dona isabel was here a factor to become reconciled and give to the courtly balboa his eldest daughter dona maria in betrothal the arrangement whatever may have been the motive of pedrarius in countenancing it in no wise changed his feeling toward balboa an instinctive jealousy and suspicion to balboa on the contrary the arrangement was not unpleasing he still loved coretta's daughter dona maria was at school in spain his marriage with her could be deferred pedrarius meanwhile could not well oppose the passage of the adelantando his prospective son-in-law to the latter's province on the pacific what balboa needed was ships these to the number of four brigantines he built from the forest on the northern side of the sierra below alcla and thousands of impressed indians carried them in sections over the ridge to the waters of the river balsas sabana which flowed into the gulf of san miguel but the timbers proved rotten and the work of shipbuilding had to be done all over again done however it finally was and balboa stood exultant on the beach of isla rica gazing south seaward the nights at this season were clear we are told and a certain great star rode in the heavens above now it seems that just after balboa's discovery of the pacific a venetian travelling astrologer who was in santa maria had pointed out to him the star telling him that when it attained in the heavens a definite point he was to beware as mortal peril faced him the crisis safely passed he would be fortune's child the greatest lord and captain in all the indies and with all the richest turning to friends who were with him balboa on one occasion spoke of the star and ridiculed the astrologer have i not he said three hundred men and four ships and the countenance officially of pedrarius from time to time news had reached darien that as balboa had been superseded by pedrarius so the latter was to be superseded by lopa de sosa acting governor of the canary islands such news now that balboa was on working terms with pedrarius was not welcome to him for a change in governors might cause him delay so the adelantado remarked to his notary that it would be well to send to acla to ascertain whether lopa de sosa were yet arrived if he were then balboa could not put to sea too soon if he were not some much-needed iron and pitch might be obtained and the preparations could be continued four men composed the party to go to acla andres carabito luis botello fernando munoz and andres de valderabana they were to make their visit by night and to gather information from the servant who would be found in balboa's house but the crisis foretold by the astrologer registered by the star had come garabito under a dissembling exterior hated balboa for having admonished him against attempted familiarities with coretta's daughter he had even written to pedrarius that balboa cared not for dona maria to whom he was betrothed and meant at the earliest opportunity to renounce the governor personally as well as politically furthermore the remark of balboa about a speedy putting to sea had been overheard by a sentry who mistaking it for treason had so reported it to garabito or botello 
finally the period within which the adelantado was to be ready for sea under agreement with the governor had been much exceeded and pedrarius would not extend it and when balboa's chief financial backer fernando de aguello wrote advising a putting to sea at once the letter was intercepted garabito and botelho on their nocturnal visit to acla were both apprehended and what they related to pedrarius deeply implicated balboa in disloyalty and intrigue how the story roused pedrarius primitive spaniard that he was to a cold fury distinctly appears in the countermeasures which he took to balboa he penned a beguiling letter inviting him to come to acla to francisco pizarro the model subordinate the ever dutiful one he at the same time gave orders to gather a force meet balboa and arrest him the adelantado came warnings he received but he disregarded them before he had crossed the sierra he was met by pizarro's force the leader himself stepped forward and made the arrest it is not thus said balboa smiling sadly that you were wont to come forth to receive me francisco pizarro balboa's trial was conducted by the alcalde mayor or chief judge gaspar de espinosa and the adelantado's entire record from the days of enciso and nisuesa was admitted against him even so he would have been allowed an appeal to the crown had it not been for the governor who would not assent to it at santa maria in the plaza a scaffold and block were prepared and early in the morning of a day in january fifteen hundred and nineteen balboa was led forth in chains before him walked the town crier exclaiming behold the traitor and usurper tis false retorted balboa never have i been disloyal with this he mounted the scaffold and received the sacrament his head was then cut off upon a hatchment cloth and stuck upon a pole the same day until past nightfall were beheaded in ghastly succession valderabano batelio munoz and arguello pedrarius it is said witnessed the executions from behind the shelter of a lattice while as for garabito he reaped a not uncommon reward of treachery in the salvation of his own life thus the third voyage of columbus the voyage for pearls brought about as a first great result the occupation of that part of the mainland of america now known as the isthmus of panama and the discovery of the pacific ocean as its second great result it brought about though less directly the occupation of mexico a tale which remains to be told End of chapter three